And our theme, obviously, because it's summer, we are going to be talking about my summer vibes. How do we normally use our vacation, our times off? Uh, what have we learned, experienced, etc., etc.? Um, today, to start off uh, with the show, we have our very first guest, and her name is Sumi. Sumi, welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me here. So, um, <laughs> you know, with our theme this year, and thank you so yeah. much for sharing all of that. But yeah, no uh, with our theme this year with summers. Um, what's your favorite summer memory that you have in the last four years? I have, oh my god, I have like three. <laughs> oh, okay. Go uh, ahead, but I'll be very quick. Yeah. So first year of uni, I went for a service trip to Nepal, and that was really cool because I've never lived in a village in Nepal, even though I am from Nepal, and I'm quite detached from like I guess the community mm -hmm. in Nepal. But it was really cool to see like just live like one of the locals and be part of the family. Yeah, that was that was really grateful. Like I just felt so grateful like after that experience. Second one was going on exchange. I went to the states for exchange. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time that I even like got out of Asia on my own, you know, like so far away from home. Oh, and that was the yeah, that was the first time I saw like what's actually out there in the world. Yeah, again, super super thankful for it, and it was the best five months of my life. Finally, grad trip to Thailand. Mm. It yeah. sounds like a lot of your experiences during the summer is around travel. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all, three <laughs> all three of your significant, like, favorite yeah. moments have been around travel. Um, do you do you think there's something special around you know being able to get out of Hong Kong? And you, know, you mentioned that you're really grateful about the experience. Um, what's mm -hmm. something that you really saw out of being out of Hong Kong and on those trips to different places? Because I think until that first service trip, I didn't travel at all. The only places I went to were like Nepal just to visit my family, and then I went to Singapore once. But I guess. Because I never saw myself as a traveling person, but maybe from within, subconsciously, I was trying to like find opportunities to travel. Right. So everything just came out from like the university chances, like grad trip, service trip. Oh, not grad trip, service trip and the exchange. And I think being out of Hong Kong, or because I grew up pretty sheltered with my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I was quite, you know, kind of shy person. Mm. But going out of Hong Kong and just meeting new people and experiences. Experiencing different cultures, it just shows you that the world is so much bigger. You know, whatever you knew about yourself or whatever you knew about just the world or your environment, there's so much more out there, and you just need to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I feel like I saw so many new things, and it just made me want to, I guess, strive to become better or strive to achieve higher. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. it's almost like, I mean, you, you kind of mentioned earlier, you know, you also felt like growing up in Hong Kong, you saw a very international side 
I guess, you know, when you left Hong Kong, did you feel even more international um, coming back? Or, you know, how, how did, that, did that shift how you viewed Hong Kong? For exchange, I feel like anybody who's been to the States, they know that whatever you see in the movies, like it's exactly the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on, it can't be that wild. But then it's like, it's exactly what they portray in movies. So anyways, Do you mean like, how large the supermarkets are? Oh, Walmart. Oh my God, I spent so many days <laughs> Going to Target and Walmart and the frat parties, but let's not go there. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just meeting people from like different places because all of them were exchange students and just being out there. Yeah, it just made me want to find even more stuff. But then at the same time, it kind of makes you grateful when you come back home, like to Hong Kong, because mm -hmm. it's like, okay, that was a great experience. So how can I make those learning applicable here as a person mm. or like just in my community or where I know that I can make a difference yeah. Um, so yeah I love that reflection that at the end of the day that you want to come home you know and make a difference here it's really cool to see you know um, the more young people that I talk to I think it's, yeah. um, it's a really signature for this generation of a desire to want to give back the desire to want to have mm. an impact you know in the society yeah. that they live in Sumi are you involved in anything now I mean I know that you you're pretty active in your job but um, are you involved in anything in the community at the moment? Uh, yeah, so when I was in year one of university, mm -hmm. my friends and I, we, we got together and then we started this NGO called Junes Hong Kong. Yeah, what does so Junes stand for anything? <laughs> Initially, it did. We saw that, you know, like, because different universities, they have those inter-uni groups and stuff like Danso or... Yeah, yeah stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We noticed that there wasn't a Nepalese society, inter-uni Nepalese society for the students in Hong I Kong. See. I see. Yeah, I guess we know why, because there's very few students in the university itself. Yeah. But then, yeah, we just got together and then we were like, why don't we make this happen? So we started Ooh. that in 2016. Hmm. So we had some fun stuff like fundraising activities, or some networking, like gatherings, just to get the Netflix students know each other mm. or, you know, provide like a better guidance for the upcoming generation. Right. And then we got registered in 2018. So now we're official. Yay. <laughs> oh, great. So how many Nepalese students are there enrolled in universities now? I don't know the exact number, but for HKU, when I graduated, I think overall it would be around around 30. Okay. That's yeah. pretty significant number. I mean, I mean, that's just one university, right? Yeah, yeah, like compared to before, like every year you see a few more people coming up and, you know, it's 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 slow, but it's steady. And I yeah. think it's a progress. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. And like the, yeah. the mission for June, uh, what are you guys hoping to do for and with Nepalese students? So our principle or our, I guess, our guiding mo motto is empower, educate and evolve. So we, whatever we organize, like educational workshops, like, you know, um, post DSC, what what to do after your HQDSC, mm -hmm. or um, like other skills based activities. Like we have trivia bash, we have some other workshops and stuff. We want to use these kind of opportunities to give to the Nepalese students in order for them to feel empowered and mm -hmm. to know that just because you come from a certain socioeconomic background doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you know you don't deserve all the facilities and the resources that are out there because like even for myself i guess my parents were super supportive in terms of like emotional support 
Yeah. But um, there were there was only so much that they could do in terms of resources. So I guess I was very fortunate to have a school that you know took care of that. So a lot of the Nepalese families, the parents itself, they still have uh, limited knowledge about the resources and the yeah. accessibility. Yeah. So that's what we try to push forward for, so that the students they know that can I deserve this or I'm worth it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Actually, it's so inspiring to hear that guys self organized and started this initiative now a proper registered NGO to really serve other young people like yourselves. Um, yeah. Like, like to me, that's super inspiring. I mean, it's also one of the reasons why I work for Kelly because mm. Kelly also stands for something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because when we first started in the early 90s, Kelly was actually set up by a group of young people as well. And then 30 years later, we're yeah. still here and we're serving young people and encouraging young people through peer support yeah. um, and that's opportunities. Awesome. I'm really excited to hear about June's Hong Kong and I hope you guys We'll reach your thirtieth year at some point. That's the goal. That's the dream. Yeah, that's awesome. So as we wrap, um, hey, thank you so much. Like you've been really yeah, inspiring. Yeah. It's just so cool to hear about your personal journey and also just to hear about some of the work that you're doing in the community today. Do you have any last words for any young people out there who are listening um, in, maybe in particular to those young Nepalese guys and girls who are out there? Um, any last words? Any encouragements for them? Know your self worth. You may be. A situation where you feel like you don't deserve certain things, or you don't deserve that kind of success or that kind of achievements in life, but you have it in you. Everybody's capable of improvement, constant improvement, and look out for one another. Reach out for support. There's always going to be somebody to listen to you, and there's always going to be somebody who wants to give a hand to you. So don't be afraid to reach out. As cheesy as it sounds, like you can do it. You've got potential. You you can definitely do it. And do not let your background or do not let your socioeconomic circumstances stop you from. Where you want to be in life? Yeah, those, yeah that's. <laughs> That was super powerful. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing that. And on that note, thank you for joining us today. We, you know, everything that you guys are doing at Dreams and also with mm -hmm. your new job. Thank you for, for being on our show. We'll see you Thank next you time. for having me here. And I'm really glad that this, you know, this podcast is there to give a voice to like other, um, I guess, younger people who are also striving for something in the community. Not just Nepalese, you know, but like, it's great to see that there's people from like every path of life. Life, yeah, no, fighting for cool. something. Yeah, we are excited for this new season and just to hear what everybody is doing and fine. just to hear different stories as well. So, thank you for joining us. No worries. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. See you.